Welcome to the Kids Like You and Me podcast. We're here with Tara Desmond of Submissives, Gash Rat, and uh, right, forgetting a lot of bands, but uh, from Montreal. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, uh, Glenn and Chris. Yeah, of course. Uh, also, uh, hot, hot Jelly in the right? Morning. That's another one, Oh, yeah. Right? Hot jo- oh, yeah. My uh, YouTube channel, you mean? Yeah, that's legendary. We'll get into it. But- oh, Oh, my, okay, Instagram. There's so many, there's so many oh, so- um, Instagrams and like accounts at this point. Okay. Alter uh, egos, et cetera. <laughs> I'm not on Instagram, so that's okay. Perhaps why I'm not as good for as you. Well. Good for you. I downloaded TikTok. <laughs> oh, wow. And oh, wow. I oh, love damn. it. <laughs> I'm learning yeah. about so much, like, I'm finding so much good music. <laughs> oh, really? Post any content? Yeah. On TikTok? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's my plan to become TikTok famous, obviously, but, uh, That's so, yeah. uh, mostly just like comedy ideas and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just stupid stuff, you know, the TikToks. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you get, you're not like a social media person or are you guys? Uh, well, I have Facebook, but I don't really use it that much, but yeah. I, it's so yeah. depressing on there. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I've never entered the Instagram. I'm world. a part of some Facebook groups. Like I'm I'm in one that's like a monk and psych fan group. You know those like TV shows from the early thousands? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Um but like it's crazy. People will post like every day about how much they love like the show and like have full discussions. <laughs> which is cool. It's like something yeah. to do, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, you can go yeah, some crazy. rabbit holes down there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the first time we heard of the submissives. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think our friend Hugo. Uh, Probably. Yeah, you, Hugo's you know, a super he, fan. He is. Hugo yeah, is he, the best. He, he seriously has documented my life for the past five years <laughs> and like, or like whatever, however long I've known him. And it honestly gives me, like, I can, like, remember different times of my life just because there's been so many bands and projects and things, you know. you like, just, I lose track sometimes, but it's really cool. Also, just everything else going on and just his, like, eye for, like, Montreal vibes, like, in his, mm. his photography in general is so amazing. Yeah. He, yeah. For those that aren't from Montreal, it's really able to get a, a nice sense of, uh, what's going on at least the cool things it's that are going true. on there it's really amazing yeah so how do you know Hugo um so we actually we met him at the uh, Garner Fest in Memphis Tennessee and okay, yeah he thought we were this band Archie and the Bunkers um, really for for a long time no <laughs> no for like we two minutes ran with it but it, for like two minutes because <laughs> We were wearing sunglasses and uh, they okay. were sunglasses and um, okay. yeah, That's I really funny. Was it. <laughs> yeah, and we just started. I think we went out to, uh, I think we just went to dinner together or something after that, or and then, nice. you know, just became fast friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and and so then, I think that yeah. around like it was 2016. I think that's when. It's crazy. That's like a while ago now. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel that. Yeah, long. it's weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. crazy. How has 
COVID been? Have you been vaccinated? I had the first dose. Nice. Yeah. Which one? Um, Moderna. Okay. Yeah, I got Pfizer. What about what? you? Okay. What about you? Um, I don't qualify yet. So as soon as Ooh. I had COVID, like in February, oh, yeah. so this year. Up. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, it's been going I mean, on for yeah. a while. <laughs> but I also, I also last year, 2020, like February 14th, 2020, was one of the last shows I played, which was Submissives. And I had like a really bad flu that night. And like after I came off stage, everything was completely soaked. And people oh. were like, Tara, are you all right? I, was, I had to like bring all the gear back. I didn't have like, I just got my license this like one this what like last summer whatever but um anyway i yeah covid i like always thought that i had it already but anyway this year i got it sucks uh, what about yeah, you damn you didn't get it no do you, do you yeah, know how you got it do you have any suspicions um well my job i just i'm a furniture finisher um so i like just am at my studio or like some peeps, like I contacted all the people that I talked to, but it could be anything, you know? I'm really like crazy about sanitizing myself. <laughs> I'm very crazy about it, but like, it's good. I was like, as if I got it. Like just, you know, after a year of being so scared of getting it, and then you're like, I wish I'd gotten it like at the start of last time, but also whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, so you guys, um, have a label? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't really like look much into uh, it. No, that's fine. What's it called? Uh, kids like you and me, just the same as the podcast. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, nice. We're not. We haven't been doing as much with the label. Well, we started doing the podcast yeah. during uh, COVID. Oh during really? COVID. Yeah. Oh my god! Great idea. Yeah. yeah, it was a good timing for it. Yeah. So how long has it been going? Oh, the podcaster. Yeah. Um. Well, we started it. I think uh, a little about, about a, year a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we've had a lot of people on, which we've kind of maintained. Yeah. Approximately like once a week ish for that okay. time so it's it's something to keep you going you know it does because <laughs> yeah, we totally. were we like to put a, our main thing was putting on shows in boston that was okay uh, yeah and, i do a lot of shows too or did yeah. yeah yeah where do you have your shows what's boston like mm, good question well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna ask yeah, you likewise okay i was but, gonna ask you actually oh yeah. oh yeah i was gonna ask you if you had ever played in boston um, no, but I do remember at one point I was on tour with like either Gas Rat or Submissives and someone was messaging me on my Facebook because we were like trying to get a show somewhere that we didn't have a show. And then th I know that there's someone from Boston who like contacted me at some point. I don't remember who, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I um, I emailed Gashrat or messaged Gashrat once, okay. so it may have been me. <laughs> so it was you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'd like to play there. I mean, I have lots of friends that have played there. Or like, I probably, you know, I played a lot of uh, shows in, like, Northampton and, like, 
Western Mass, all that area. That's the best. Oh, where'd you play in Northampton? <laughs> yeah. Um, 13th floor or something. 13th. Yeah. Sounds familiar. floor. There, it's a bar that has is fully carpeted, which I was like, this is crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I yeah. yeah. That that sounds familiar. It's it's interesting how, um, like the Boston music scene is at least in my experience is a little bit different from even just in like Western Mass or like Rhode Island or something where that makes there's sense. Like a, yeah, there's a lot of overlap, but they're at the same time. Yeah. At least it seems to me like to be like their own separate kind of scenes. Yeah. Okay. So. One of my favorite bands from Boston is Siege. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know the name. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like hardcore stuff? Because like, yeah, what kind of music do you like? Or what's oh, yeah. your like, yeah, it's a, history? We don't. Well, I personally don't know much hardcore. Um, curious mm. by it though, because that seems at least in Boston, if you want to talk about like the scenes and whatever that seems to be a totally different thing than say you know more garage experimental kind of stuff yeah there's not yeah, much, goner fest. Right. yeah the goner fest crowd versus the hardcore crowd yeah. is too different there's really not there's right. not much overlap there's, um, some, yeah, there's some crossover but yeah it kind of okay yeah, everything's a little bit different but you mentioned i think you mentioned siege i think um if i have the same person <laughs> right uh i think uh a, a friend of ours uh shawnee brando who's played in a uh, number of boston bands i think he did a okay. he collaborated with siege recently um, crazy yeah <laughs> I wonder what that's like <laughs> and he has yeah yeah and he has kind of a hardcore background as well so okay hardcore shows so yeah. it's interesting yet like he would also be um <laughs> going out to you know we'd be playing shows that we would be throwing that it would be more like I don't know, different I don't know it's weird yeah so no, I know what you mean every city that you go to there's that weird like crowd and you like you can see who your alter like your alternate reality yeah. version of yourself is you know what i mean right. at least whenever whenever i tour i'm like i try to like find the or like it's all the same you know maybe some places are weird but like <laughs> but it's like it's good to find your people that can like you know it's like we're already best friends right now yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you play a lot with hardcore bands um i always want to start a hardcore band i always want to be a drummer in a hardcore band because that's when i was a drummer in a band that was the best like time of my life i was so focused like just because i don't know i don't know why um i actually probably drugs had something to do with it but um uh hardcore not really i mostly like i for the past probably three years, like, okay, so I got sober, like, 2017. Oh, and so it's almost three years. So my, I always classify my life, like, before being sober and after being sober as two, like, separate times. So I'll, I'll often be like, oh, the crazy days. But, like, um, COVID has actually been amazing for me personally because I was trying to quit playing shows and organizing shows for a while because sometimes it's so like hard 
like how do you how do you make it like how do how often do you get were you guys having shows it's not you know compared to some of our peers i would you know, say like not that much really it was like it kind of varied from month to month but usually we would just get like we you know one or two shows a month so it wasn't like yeah you know yeah. maybe it wasn't that go a couple you could go a couple months without booking one yeah it's weird yeah. we'd have some months where we do like who knows mm-hmm. we did like a, yeah we might we might do a like a couple in a week but then we might also go a couple months but on average we'd probably do like one or two months so like it wasn't really that intense because we had some friends that would do like five shows a week or something and it's like i don't know how so you do that and still you know work a job or something like work i know drugs, <laughs> doing adderall all the time yeah, right right yeah so that's like, the only that's pro- sadly the reason i like was so productive for such a long time was just like i don't know just like i used to have such an intense drive to like record and do shows i guess it's it's partly being younger and like having that that like, I don't know, that mentality. I sort of feel like when COVID is over and people are vaccinated and like shows are allowed, I'm gonna feel like that teenager feeling again. I'm so excited, but also I really like having like a crazy strict routine. I just, you know, (laughs) like working and not like having that sort of like craziness. I don't know. No, I I agree with you. I, I can relate to that. It's 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 really it's weird. I actually oddly like like not having something to do in a way, not the routine part, but yeah. rather like wait, I have to go to this show or I have to do this or that or whatever. And yeah, kind of the, the sort of thing like, with like chill. jamming. Jamming was like my entire life for so many years. Like <laughs> until COVID happened. I jammed at least like two times on average, two times a week with whatever project. And it's like, ah, you guys, are you in bands that are playing? It's no, it's amazing. I like, I'm dissing (laughs) being in bands so much, but obviously I miss it a lot. Like, definitely. It's just nice. Like, I remember before COVID being like, oh, I just wish there was like, something that happened in the world and I just didn't I didn't have any more band responsibilities I mean it happened but like I feel guilty because people are dying but also I think it's important to find like the joy you know the thing that like keeps you going and anyway I'm gonna get all sentimental over here (laughs) Uh, when did it all begin for you how long have you been in this racket in like band stuff or uh, general uh, music, whatever. Yeah, yeah the, the underground, so I'm, speak or whatever. Yeah, I'm from a Maybe. like very small town of like two or 300 people in uh, Manitoba, which is like, whenever I say that, even Canadians don't know their geography of Canada, but like above uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, like in the prairies. Oh, wow. Um, so, so I grew up there and then I went to boarding school in Winnipeg, which is the capital for like grade nine to 12. So I was in boarding school. I was this entire time, like extremely like just in boarding, at least really strict music lessons and like extracurriculars. And like, I've always been a really like 
I love working and just doing stuff. Like I can't, I don't like just chilling out with people. I do, but like, as long as there's another activity that I can do. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I, when I moved to Montreal, I went to um, Concordia to do my BFA in fine arts. I was 17, which is so stupid, but like, you know, strict parents and university prep school, just like so much pressure. But all I wanted to do was get drunk and do mushrooms because I, <laughs> I did that in Winnipeg in the last little while. And um, yeah, I had to like sneak out of boarding school. <laughs> Very crazy. But by the end, I was so brazen. I just walked down the sta main stairs. Apparently they have a security guard now, so glory days are <laughs> over. <laughs> but, um, oh my God, it must be horrible now with cameras. Oh, oh yeah. But um, yeah, like fuck. Uh, anyway, so yeah, at the end, I started getting really rebellious and like crazy and just, you know, like I moved to Montreal and I don't know how long you guys have been doing, like been in the scene and stuff, but like I moved, I lived at a venue called Friendship Cove. Do you know that place? No. Okay. It yeah. was, I moved in what there like, period? uh, 2008 oh. to it's like a few years before we okay. probably that was getting into like time. underground stuff, yeah, like 2011. 2008 to like 2012 or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it just got demolished recently because that whole neighborhood is like condo central. I had two apartments in that neighborhood. It was like, it's the Irish working class neighborhood and they're like, they're just tearing down all these buildings. You know how it goes in cities. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I basically lost control of like my ability to I don't know I just I was drinking so much I was drinking a ton and like there were shows at my house all the time and then um maybe okay you know do you know Matt Smith from the nodes no no, no. okay Unfortunately, he, no. um it's just because I know that they like just people have played shows in Boston and I don't know like what your guys' scene is but um he I started dating him and we were together for like five or six years after that but we like just were constantly doing shows and like he taught me four track stuff and just like basically uh we both worked at various times at this tape like duplication.ca maybe you know that people a lot of people get their like tapes oh, damn. and yeah cds and stuff you know duplication I, well i want to yeah I, I heard about them because i want to go into that business Oh, you do? Oh. Okay. Um, but I, I only want to. Like, I mean, if you. Go ahead. I only want to duplicate. I don't want to get involved in any of the. The business the, side. Yeah, I don't want to do artwork, yeah. anything like that. I just want to do tapes. I know. <laughs> I listen to podcasts all day and just folded tape inserts and put tapes in. And then at the end of the day, all the extra tapes and just random like mistake tapes, just shovel into my bag. And then I would go home and like for 10 hours do like tapes and I'd make tapes and I'd be Damn. like, I'd go to shows and I'd be like, I'd push my product on people to the point, like I didn't sell it to them. I'd be like, here guys, please. Like, you know, just, I was obsessed with tapes. Yeah. And um, at this point, or this is when I was young. Yeah. Probably like early twenties. And 
Um, yeah, I've been in like a million bands. Like it's a crazy list and just like on people's records and the, you know what I mean? I'm just, I, there was a point where I was like, I was so depressed because I was such an alcoholic and like had all these issues from boarding school, obviously. And like, be, you know, so yeah. I was like very, very like, uh, I was like super, uh, yeah, I was so suicidal, like for years, honestly. And the only thing that I really like gave me meaning was being in bands and doing all that stuff. Um, so it, it's like, yeah, it's, and, but in Peg, when I was in Bang, um, I, there wasn't really like a scene and I always wanted to like go to punk shows, like, like that I would see in movies, but like, I was like, oh, it's not really happening in Winnipeg. Um, and so I would go to the Cinematheque and watch movies. And it was always my dream to be like, like I've always done shows and stuff. So it was like my dream to be an editor. And, and, and I just kind of fell into being in bands. It's, I, fi I see it as like a, an extension of how you can, it's just a really good skill. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you, yeah. you want to be a performer, it like being in bands will teach you anything like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm now I'm pursuing an acting career. So I have an agent and I'm oh, wow. starting to do uh, auditions. My roommate is an actress too. So that's, awesome. that's exciting. Yeah. 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 So, but like, also I have lots of new music coming out soon guys. Oh, that's oh, great. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, we, we think have that I been you're, talking you're amazing. No, no, you're, you're like the best ever. Oh, <gasps> that's so nice. Very it's inspirational. It's really nice to hear. Oh, geez. That's like, seriously, I really miss seeing, meeting new people. That's my number one thing that I like can't live without. Or like, yeah, I don't know. What about you guys? What is the vibe in Boston? It's a loaded question. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Big actually. question. Um, like pre-COVID and post-COVID, okay. or like. Well, <laughs> I guess you know it's funny because we were actually talking about this earlier. So, I would say it's weird. It's because it, it's a classic sort of Boston thing to be like, oh, "Boston sucks" or whatever, you know, um, yeah. or like shit on your town and everything. And you know to a certain degree with with good reason there's you know some definitely in the music scene there's like a lot of issues with trying to get out like the weirder music out there sometimes really you know and, and venues sort of and Are having people kind of close-minded well i i mean not necessarily just more like i mean probably a lot of people but i mean but even with, with rather mm -hmm. i think the venues it's tough Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there are some yeah. great venues. I actually, mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, there's like a lot of cool stuff going on. It's just that there's like so much stuff going on and it's also a college town. So it's okay. constantly people are coming and going. And so there's all that, but I think it's. So that's, that's sweet. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're in Wakefield, whatever. Okay. So what are, oh, Harvard, Harvard. Yeah. That's in uh, Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Oh, MIT. Okay. That's a big yeah. 
Um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy shit. There's one out there. Have you ever heard of Emerson College? Emerson. No. Is it cool? It's like cool the one? art. It, it's like the. There's, I would the, go to Emerson. Yeah, you would. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's where you would have went. That's cool. It's cool. The alternate reality. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I, yeah. I find it to be ac- accessible, though. Uh, yeah for the most part, but I don't know. Well, so I, this is why I'm curious though. I wanted to ask you how you describe the scene in Montreal. Cause I've, yeah. I've been there before. But I've never seen any shows there or anything. So I only we went to, oh, really? that place. No, we went to um, Gramps. Oh, the record. Was it? Oh, yeah. Wait, what was it called? Gramps? Yeah. Grumps? Grumpies. So. Grumpies? Grumpies, Grumpies <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's Grumpies. like right downtown and kind of like the tourist area, but it's like the only cool bar or place there. And like, so it's just so many like, and the Concordia, the university is right there. So like all the like hipsters, like if they have to go to a bar, if, if they're like, Ugh, let's go to like one of these bars. Um, Maybe they would go to, I would go to Grumpy's. Maybe, okay, maybe they would go to like, okay, there was some weird bars in downtown Montreal. I'm oh, just okay. remembering. <laughs> yeah, that, but it, I used it to was work at this area. cafe near Grumpy's. Yeah. yeah it's, Joe's it Panini? is interesting. Did you oh, work there? Oh my God. Okay, I was in this band, Pink Noise. Do you know this band? It, actually, yeah, I, that's oh, familiar. Yeah, Pink Noise? Okay. Um, he's been going forever, yeah. I was reading about um, them in Maximum Mark, Rock and this... Roll. Okay, nice. I just read Aww. that for the first time, and it was an interview with Pink Noise. That's crazy. Really? With Graham and Mark? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, they. Uh, Mark lives in Toronto, and Graham lives in like Kingston, which is also Ontario. Um, but that was like one of the first bands that I was asked to be in, like when I was 19. And that's the band that I was like drumming in. So I think they just, we just finally released a record that was recorded like five years ago. And there's this guy who was offering to put it out on vinyl and finally it was done. It's just like, I'm kind of notorious for like having people asking me, they're like, can I put this thing out? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just so busy. And I'll like, it's hard for me to finish something. You know what I mean? Or like, not really. I just, it, 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 all it takes is like getting the files ready and sending them. But like, I'm just like, oh, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Are you guys musicians? Uh, I'm, well, it's weird. Because I'm I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like, are you like, what do well, you? That's kind of my. That's my yeah. shtick. But that's another story. Yeah. What? What's your shtick? That no one knows what you do. Well, <laughs> you're a musician. Well, I didn't come up with it, but I, when I first started playing, I didn't think, and I, I don't know if you could relate to this because. I never really talked too many too deep with too many people about this, but did you ever feel like I what love you were talking deep about this stuff? Yeah, do you ever feel <laughs> like what, what what you were doing? Um, it it felt a little bit outside of the realm of music. Like you weren't ever comfortable with with that with being a musician. Yeah, with or like yeah, music with like it just felt like what you were doing was outside of that realm. It was its own 
situation. I felt frustrated. I like, I mean, when you're younger and in bands and stuff, or just. I'm just saying, like the your process, like your actual the the stuff you're actually making, it just doesn't seem to belong in the category of music. Like you 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 love okay, music and stuff, but what you're doing just it's just not that. But it's also not noise or like it's not performance right. art. It sort of falls in this spectrum outside of that where you're just not comfortable. That could just be my spectrum talking. Whoa. Um, Asperger's spectrum. No, it's that is. but okay. I don't know okay. If you can no, no, I completely understand. I just didn't know if you were talking about your personal music experience or if you're asking me about mine. So I understand what you're Both. saying. That's really, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I like, I, feel I don't like know how- you, I get what, that from you a lot. Like when I, I think that's why yeah. I really was a, attached to a lot of what you do, just cause I felt like it really oh. existed on this, uh, this plane that, uh, I don't know, hard to- um, That's, that's so nice. That's really crazy. That's so nice. Like, um, yeah, like it honestly, I was always, until maybe two years ago, I just turned 30 in December and oh, my same. 30s are going to be amazing. You did? That's, yeah, in January. In December? No, well, same thing. Okay, crazy. What about <laughs> you, Chris? I turned 30 in July, so yeah. Oh my God, we're all 30? We're all 30. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, how are your 30s treating you? <laughs> yeah, well, so now a lot of people have to suffer a lot of sentences I start with when I was in my 20s. I know, I, I love that. that. <laughs> like but, at the end of my 20s, I was like, you guys want to understand, I'm still in my 20s. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm very excited because I also like how I was born in 1990 um, <laughs> and 2020 is my 30th birthday and it's when COVID happened. So I can like categorize life easier. Yeah. Mine is like very decaded off. I don't know. Right. Same with, yeah. Well, yeah. So what, what happened until birth, two your, years ago though? Okay, until two years ago. Sorry. Oh, you mean like music I, stuff? No, no, no. You were about to, I, I were about to say. I this is a podcast on track. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I, I, you were about to say something interesting about up until two years ago, I think. Okay, yeah, up until two years ago. <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> it's okay. okay, up until... <laughs> <laughs> up until two years ago, I was like very unstable, like... Like, as, like, as I just, when I turned 24, I really, really, for the first time, put effort into quitting drinking. Like, I always knew I had a problem. And drugs, too. Um, but drinking was my number one. <laughs> uh, but, um, but I still have a lot of problems. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But I just, I really try to, like, um, my hardest to, like, eliminate the things that are slowing me down and like really do the things that are like making life really good and it's like after being drunk all the time and it was like your daily medicine being able to like have this entire like world that has opened up because I'm not hungover and and stuff like that so that's for me that's 
kind of like what makes shows hard is like I like having things in like different like I want to really want to do a show at the skate park when we're allowed to do shows I want to do like a radio sponsored thing it's yeah. gonna be amazing yeah. um but uh what was I saying I forget um yeah shows are stressful when everyone's drinking I kind of I'm just at this I mean like I really don't mind if people drink I don't have any like thoughts about someone else's like it doesn't bother it's just like I feel like I'm on it I'm it's like time for the next level or something like yeah. not that I'm done with playing shows but like I want to dedicate more time to other things specifically right. that I've like discovered kind of I don't know like I really want to write a script but like that's hard to to, to like I don't know I just learn script writing and stuff so just like trying to really think far about like the main goals I want to get done and yeah just also I have like this new furniture finishing business I can't really do anything else in my life right now so I'm just like saving money and trying to like get auditions and like I don't know 30 yeah. years old is there <laughs> a lot is it like uh what kind of films are you interested in anything mm, anything <laughs> my favorite actor is probably like it was Nicolas Cage for a really long time I really love any lifetime movie or like melodrama like shitty movie you know what I mean yeah. um but I, I okay there's so many things I don't know I'd say Werner Herzog's my number one probably um mm. I, I love documentaries I love documentaries um cool. yeah what about you guys um as far as what like movies or or, yeah, uh, I guess. Like it's so hard Mumble, to just Mumblecore. name things. Do you like Mumblecore? Mumblecore? Oh yeah. my god, I love Mumblecore. Have you seen like Queen of the... I forget, Elizabeth Moss is in it. She's a Scientologist, oh. which is cool. I saw her walking around Boston Common right before COVID. Really? She was getting in, in role for um, Handmaid's Tale. She gave that no look way. that she does. That, you know that look? She's like, I forget that look. She's but. like... Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Have you seen Invisible Man with her? No. Like came no. out last year. It's so it's good, but like I can't get over the fact that she's a Scientologist. Like, like. Yeah. They suck. It's a deal they still are like shitty. They're still horrible. Like David Miscavige. But anyway, I don't want to get those episodes like, about that. The I think there was what <laughs> there was a series on it. On with, um, uh, Scientology? Yes, with that lady. Hmm. Um, oh, uh, I don't know. Lee Remini. Yeah. Lee Remini. Go. The aftermath. Right. Good, good yeah, job yeah. picking up on that. All I had to say was that lady. And, Thank you. you know. I, I try to consume as much Scientology content as possible. <laughs> <laughs> cults. Cults are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my cat's joined us. Sicky. Oh wow. Sick. Sick. The other one's over there. 
Ziggy, Ziggy and Iggy oh, nice. after yeah. the famous Ziggy Stardust, Iggy Pop. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's awesome. Making a cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like almost tens. And I remember about 10 years ago, I was obsessed with David Bowie and Iggy Pop probably for like a full year. There's just so much to explore. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever hear um, Iggy Pop's first band? iguanas oh yeah yeah definitely it's like kind of like a surfy surf? yeah it's surf like band? a broad rock uh, they did covers yeah. and stuff but they did uh he was the drummer but then he, he wrote his song again and again he would he okay. sang on the band like the rest of the band didn't want it to be the single so really it, was, it wasn't really so went solo well, uh-huh. even another band in between, I always forget their name, between like Stooges okay. and some other psychedelic band after the Iguanas, but... Okay, cool. Did you see that Jim uh, Jarmish or whatever his name is, the documentary about Iggy Pop? I haven't seen it. It's okay, good... there's one amazing quote that I always like remember where um, Iggy Pop like talks about this magazine he used to get as a kid like remember okay did you did you guys get highlights or is that a canadian thing um i don't know i I never got it the kids thing kids magazines yeah 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about i never heard of it (laughs) um yeah i mean there's i always went there's like a goofus and gallant comic in there where it was like uh, Goofus always does the stupid thing and like doesn't tuck his shirt in and Gallant always sucks his shirt in and it was always so like crazy. Goofus was just like falling apart. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Iggy Pop had got this magazine or no, no, <laughs> it was a kid's show. I'm so crazy. Um, he watched a kid's show and they would, they were like, send us a letter and he was like, the, their rule was like 10 words or less and that he always uses that as his like rule for when he writes songs just so smart they'll always it'll always be like a catchy oh, that's like cool. i also heard um what's his name uh phil collins the drummer singer yeah one of his advice was like you just need like that one thing that the song is about like just like it has to be like one main idea and that's another so, like song advice I, I find really like useful those two th- things like I don't know it's just like writing pop songs or like trying to write hits there is like a formula I guess but it's hard yeah I like it though I like the um the idea of, like standing out having something that stands out That's- yeah so listener yeah. that's what I always like to hear I, I've said this before to Glenn so listener, yeah. I kind of look at like every, any music I'm listening to, it's almost as if it's like the hit, not so even if it's literally not a hit, but like, I always like the idea yeah. of like the bands yeah, yeah. I like, those are just all their songs are like, could be hits in a way. I know, even that's just, Even if it's just thing. in my head. Exactly, if it's know? in your head, then that's how the world is to you, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah. oh, right? I thought of the Montreal band, um, I don't know if you know, do you know Vomit Squad? Oh, yeah, with um, Peter, is that his name? Uh, Richie. Richie, okay. I, pro- I think I have beef with Richie, probably. Like, <laughs> I don't, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Like, yeah. probably something happened. Um, 
but uh yeah he's crazy like and also at shows he's really like uh really like invested in the bands i've definitely seen yeah. him at like gastrat or submissives before and like i don't know like i've played lots of shows so sometimes you can tell like when someone's really like tuned in you know what i mean like yeah what do you mean by invested feeling. hugo is always hugo's always oh, yeah, he goes like this <laughs> yes. yeah yeah I just love Hugo because I don't even we don't even have to speak. It's just like Hugo. And then he's like, hey, you know, he just <laughs> he's such a good documentarian. Like he's amazing. Anyway, another shout out to Hugo just because. Yeah. Um absolutely. But yeah. Uh, we only met, I only mentioned the vomit squad because uh there's the Montreal connection, but also I remember uh asking uh Richie uh, or yeah. Uh, about like the, the you know I was like oh this like I, all these songs to me felt like they were like you know like pop songs and the right. way I posed and yeah, he's yeah. like oh, I want to make them stand out and um and yeah, uh, yeah I just anyway I just thought of that and like yeah you know I, I don't know how people really approach music yeah um, I, I think say. what I love seeing is like I don't care about all the uh the cool factor thing I'm always like I pretty much <laughs> at least up until the end I pretty much every show I went to I was like I fucking hate this band or like I was so negative and I was always like posers everywhere but like I still sort of feel like that I'm just like come on do something crazier you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, when, you yeah. meet, when you meet people that are really like in touch with their like craziness and stuff it's just so like it is like makes such an impact when you can like I don't know that's why that's why I love touring so much is like because I when I started the first time I toured um U.S. I made friends with this guy Ryan in North Carolina do you know Hot Releases that label no okay you should check it out yeah. but um, okay. All right. Hot releases. But he is just such yeah. a good friend. And like, if you ever need like a hookup in a different city, he, you know, like, I just love that, okay. like, the like network of people, you know? But it is tiring to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of people like that in Montreal, the, that like think the outside people? the box that are peers like oh, you. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, one of my closest friends, you know, Alex Moskis? No. <laughs> he, he's an AIDS wolf. His solo project is called Drain of the Lip. Um, but uh, he's always, he like, he is the like musical director at CKUT, which is like the McGill radio station, the college radio. We call it university up here, but same shit. <laughs> um, but it's always, I love saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to college. Like, like pretending I'm an American talking about going to university. I'm like, oh yeah, like I met them in college. Like it's funny to me. But because <laughs> you, do, you do a pretty good uh, American accent. Okay, <laughs> I actually have been, well, I like try to be disciplined about it, but this like American accent, like audiobook thing where you learn how to talk more American because in Quebec, there's like a lot of, <laughs> there's like, there's so many people that like French is their main language. It's kind of like, and hard. The, the French shows sometimes need English people like a, for comedic relief, I guess, but <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But um, 
yeah, the America, it just like broadens your horizons if you can like pretend you're in America. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the, the film, I love how the film scene is. This maybe relates to um, what the question was before, but like I always love people who are just kind of like a little like weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's usually people that are like dedicated to what they're doing and like have it's like, you don't have to be interested in me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I used to be so like um, offended if someone didn't want to be my friend, but, <laughs> but like, I was like an alcoholic and I was probably like so annoying, but like, I really like, I needed to learn like boundaries. And so like being in a music scene where people are like completely like open is so like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I can, like know people that understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know, you know, just mm. people who can like appreciate, like, uh, I don't know, just appreciate anything pretty much, you know? And yeah, like any band at this point, I would go to any show in the world. It would be amazing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, do you, do you find <laughs> when you're listening to bands you're, or you're watching them, do you ever pick up on uh, some some things that do you, you do you like things about them or you know something a little odd that maybe other people don't or they don't even realize it themselves, but you kind of can find some something in it. Definitely. It's a loaded question, but I have a question about your question. You mean, do I notice something like physically or like something happening? Or do I notice, like, do I come up with like a story about them? Because I think I do both. Yeah, yeah both, both. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, it's so yeah, I mean, you're not just like experiencing something. You're, you're involved in yeah. what you're yeah it's uh it happens like rarely to me as a sober person <laughs> it's depressing but that's how it is um but when it does happen I'm like I'm just so grateful to be sober basically but like I'm just when I could like just appreciate when you know in your heart when you're like I am like for me, it's really hard to be like, I'm living my life, you know, like I'm enjoying my life because I'm so stressed out all the time, just for whatever reason, uh, just busy and stuff. And like, I always want to be producing, but like sometimes it's like, um, oh God, it's all it sounds so cheesy, but like, just, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, but um, yeah, shows. <laughs> Anyway, I went on a tangent. We were I getting like, deep there for a I'm sec. Crazy, so. but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you ask pretty crazy questions, though. Sorry, yeah, I do. It's <laughs> just a thing. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's like when you're watching a show? Like you, like you pick up on like another like realm that no one. Can, yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. see, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like plots. I only like details. Okay. Oh yeah. I. I think it's like as a showbooker and at. Um. I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. But as a showbooker and some and shows that I've done, 
I'll never like not have like a visual element or like something. Yeah, it's so, I find it so important to have good lighting and um, I don't know, just set up for like a more intense experience. Like, I don't know, even the times that I've tried to be in a hardcore band, for example, I always want to like do something like strange, you know, but like yeah. sometimes punk people are like very like they have their rules, you know, yeah, even yeah. though they're even though they're anti-establishment. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's a I mean? good point. That's the problem. Yeah. The problem sometimes where, you know, people especially punk, but if everyone's kind of doing the same thing or something similar, then it's right. Really not. Yeah. You know? And I, I do find a lot of times that when something really is different, it's usually pretty pol polarizing. Um, right. Yeah. Polarizing. Yeah. Exactly. I love or when I was younger, I loved like people being like, oh, like totally like yeah. home in. I had this band called Porn Persons. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Oh, but, yes. Um, Hugo. From you go okay <laughs> yeah. but this is like uh it was like a solo thing the last thing that i released is probably like 2015 maybe but this is like i recorded so many tapes and uh the live shows would always have like crazy like i just remember once because it was i led the band i like told them what to do and i used to be really like strict and mean and like in band practice like um <laughs> but it was fun because I fully could have my like vision like realized and they like loved being in the band so it was good but like <laughs> like <laughs> just for example I remember one show uh they dressed up in suits and they were like they were like talking about like the office blah blah, blah and then we had all these pictures that they smashed and like all this glass and everything I've made so many, so much fake yeah. blood in my show life, like, and just like props and like, oh my God. Once we add a, I don't, like there's this place called Fatal in Montreal. Maybe you heard about it, but it's like by the train tracks and there's a bunch of venues and it's crazy. Like, it's insane. It's like a little like <laughs> village. Um, but uh, yeah, we did a show where like we got someone to dress up like a, a landlord and he's like, yep, we're tearing it all down. We're tear like tearing it all down. And That's then awesome. um, then we got a plant in the audience to be like, to, like, um, to be like, no, we say no. And then we got, <laughs> we made like a whale costume that came in. I don't know, like just crazy stuff like that. Oh, once <laughs> me and my boyfriend, Matt, we had a thing together and we like, <laughs> yeah, we like made this giant vagina and there was like this little cove in Friendship Cove and we were like fetuses coming out of it. And um, that was, that was fun. Oh, oh, there's so many things that, but so you, like- You uh, didn't like to just sort of, you don't generally like to just kind of throw a show. You like to make it an event. No, yes, exactly. And like, um, yeah, yeah. I have like a show series in Montreal called Interesting Evening. Um, and uh, you can, it's got all the socials. I like tried to get on there. I couldn't remember my password or like the email, awesome. which is unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah. I'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, just like shows. And we, 
there were a couple shows. I did it all myself. And I like only got a car last summer for my business. And like never in my band life did I ever own a car. So like everything was so much harder. And now having one, I'm just like, fuck. But like, I couldn't have a car because I was drunk all the time. So it was like this trade-off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank God. I, but anyway, uh, but yeah, these shows, sometimes like 10 people will come, but like, oh, there's been many magical moments. And like, I had some shows at my house. Um, yeah, two shows. That's fun. But it's like, I only book shows if a friend is coming from out of town pretty much like I'll play other shows and because everyone just assumes that I'll take charge of the situation they're like Tara you bring all the gear but like I mean I'm whining about it but then now I realize I'm on a podcast and people hear this but you know what I resent having to be the gear person but I did it and I'm pretty strong so um <laughs> yeah uh, the gear should always be split oh. up yeah venues just possible. need to get they just need a drum set just if you have a venue just always have a drum set anyone there's, who's, there's a place in uh around here that uh called the lily pad that they do have um some back some back yeah they have equipment. a lot of good yeah. back line mm -hmm. yeah it's really nice cool but uh that's amazing yeah yeah because that is um rare most at least around here where a venue would have a drum kit backline but I, that would be really cool and i think yeah it'd be so helpful what bands what bands have you guys been in like chris are you in a band or do you do you play music so i'm in a couple with glenn okay and, uh, you guys are yeah. so modest you're not talking about yourselves <laughs> um well you. yeah i don't i don't actually i don't play music though but uh, we do we have a we have a there's the noise uh 50s 60s cover band called oh, johnny really? and the food Master. okay cool what and do you play tambourine and scream sing yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um yeah that iggy pop song i was telling you but the iguana song is one of my favorites to do the again okay. and again cool yeah have you heard iggy pop's like early solo albums uh no like uh, yeah. oh my god you guys are missing out so soldier and then one is just like party i think um there's just one song he's like i'm bored oh I'm yeah the yeah chairman okay. of the, oh i do what know the, what that. Is that album yeah 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 oh, awesome. okay so, yeah like, and dog food loco mosquito anyway they're just listen you one you new, can tell it's called new values New values, yes. Yep. Na, na, oh, my, na, 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 my dad has day. that one. I inherited it. Okay. I gotta listen to it. Oh, I have. It's so good. He, I guess, he was like really drugged up around that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But he made it work. Yeah. He's also sober now. That's yeah. interesting. I'm drinking canatonic yeah, just in case a, there's any concerns. What is that? What are you uh, drinking? Canatonic. It's um. CBD and THC in a seltzer. Really? Okay. Yeah, I still like consume weed. Yeah, <laughs> so it's I'm awesome. Like I just found out about this product. Free. It kind of creates. That's a, so cool. It Where, do you, wait, a buzz. Where do you get it? Um, What's the deal with the legalization in Massachusetts? Yep. So, so it's legal. It's legal. Um, when yeah, did that yeah. happen? 
2016. Okay, 2016. Okay. Yeah, not not every. It's not federal like. In the U.S., it's not federally legal, but yeah. in the, here yeah, it's like a federal thing. Yeah, it's like our our liquor stores. Well, Quebec is different. Like where Montreal is, you can <clears throat> buy beer and mm. uh, wine in grocery stores and dépanneur, le dépanneur, And you know, what do you guys call your corners? Do you call it the corner store? I always wonder what they say in America. Oh, wait, for like a liquor store or something? Or, or just like the store that you get your candy. Convenience. Ice cream. Sorry, convenience <laughs> store. Convenience yeah. store, yeah. Just convenience store? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay, interesting. At least in our um, local just you know, dialect. I, it's fun to learn about the different, like what people, how people talk, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. you'd like these though, if, if it's up your yeah, alley. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Do you, like, what is it like? You just, I mean, uh, okay. I had a phase where before I would go out, I would like bake some quick peanut butter with weed in it. And then I just like shovel it down and I'd be like so high. Wild. So dumb. But like, I would love to try a carbonate or a beverage. I love, um, I love kombucha. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Sparkling. I always have a soda water on the go. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, what about you, Chris? What are you drinking? Water. Boring. <laughs> Actually, I love yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah, water is good. Water. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tell us about. Oh, sorry. You go, Chris. About, uh, touring. Well, I was gonna say I wanted to ask you about touring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? What's the question? What's well, so, the where did you where did you go? Like how far did you and how far did you go? Um, well, in my various times touring, um, I have gone to like the east coast of Canada and back, and like oh, yeah. submissives. We actually played in Halifax, but like the thing about touring in Canada is the next city is like twenty four hour drive away. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> and like. Uh, yeah, you can tour around Ontario and like Quebec is very French outside of Montreal and like there's a whole different Quebecois like French scene going on, which is a pretty interesting thing, like amazing thing about this city. I just love how many like languages and cultures are going on. That's like the most important thing for me that there's like just a ton of like, I don't know, I just love experiencing different things. So it's great um but uh what was the question no i was <laughs> just saying uh, yeah we, yeah that's not you pretty you, you got it you okay. um well because i'm curious too is even like yeah with touring and like also with we've yeah. never we've touring i'm um, sorry so we you asked where it. we'd went yeah okay okay if you ever need any hookups let me know but um the first time Chelsea and I, who is in Gashrat, there's four of us. Those are my main girls. My, like, I would say that's my main band at this point, just because the other ones are like solo things and they're kind of more like conceptual art band mm. piece, you know? Like, I don't, I'm less invested, but like, um, we went to far, like, as far down as like North Carolina. And then we had, we had this, <laughs> our, our band was called. We're mega termite wagon. 
<laughs> and we did this, <laughs> but we had every show we did, we changed our name. So it was a fun thing. But we met, um, you know, Bill Nace, by chance? Uh, no. Nope. I... He's in a band with Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth. Oh, you know, oh yes. Bodyhead. Bodyhead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, Chelsea met Bill because she had met his bandmate or like collaborator, Jake, who is like staying in Montreal for a show and Chelsea worked at the place. Um, and then they gave us like all these contacts. So we played all these like incredible shows, like just suddenly, like met all these people. So that was in like 2013 or, or yeah, 2012, uh, 2012 oh, wow. or 13. Cool. And then, um, uh, oh yeah, and then the next tour, Gabby also came and we went all the way to Florida to like Miami and back. So it was in February. So we were like driving through snow and then we arrived in Miami and we like drove crazy hours and we were all very poor. It's just like crazy. I can't believe we did that. And, uh, but Miami was amazing. And there's, there's this thing called International Noise Conference. Oh yeah. Noise, yeah. Whatever, yeah. INC. Um, so yeah, we played at that and that was crazy. And just like, it's just fun, like traveling, you know? Um, but yeah, the every, yeah, just every show is a different situation and it's like fun. <laughs> I just, it's like traveling, but you have a purpose. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like working, Sounds I guess, fun. but like softer working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully someday. Um, how did? You, sorry. I said hopefully someday we we'll get to experience that. Yeah, you guys should come to Montreal as soon as you can because it's oh, really not I'd, that far. Yeah. No. no totally. It's like it's a it's nice like, bus ride. I don't know how many hours. Yeah. Did you it's, have you taken the bus to Montreal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, not for shows. Just we were just we were just hanging out with Hugo, actually. Oh really? <laughs> when was that? Uh, a couple of years back. Yeah, or yeah. September 2019. Yeah, yeah September 2019. Yeah. So shortly before the Man, pandemic, uh, not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, but... That's crazy. Well, that's cool because, yeah, I forget that, like, the word, it's going to change and, like, we're going to be able to, like, do this stuff again. It's so yeah. wild. Uh, yeah, it's, like... Do you guys still wake up or like in the day you're like, oh, I can't believe this, there's a pandemic. Like, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I remember, do you remember the swine flu? Yeah, swine flu. <laughs> but that was- I didn't uh, care at all. Yeah, no, yeah, it was so like- <laughs> No, I know, it's, it's, not, it's not, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's not comparable. I don't but think. I know people, I like, yeah, I think the, the death rate was like way lower than COVID. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was still- And low. also the the avian flu, like in Toronto, actually, there was, that's where the like, it was the next other outbreak was, I think, Toronto. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I remember after that, it's like in every, that's another thing in America I noticed is like all the public places have the like, employees wash your hands after <laughs> using the bathroom. <laughs> um, I love it. I'm like, wow, they're better than us on that one. <laughs> yeah. It's well, great. Yeah, that's another yeah. crazy thing about touring is that when you're like you, the bro. Canadian, you're kind of like, 
a novelty. Like, so. um, everyone's like, oh, what's it like living in Canada? And we're like, America is so weird. <laughs> but like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just so cr weird how different it is. Have you, had you been to Canada before? Like, Oh yeah, at the same around? time. <laughs> yeah. We, on we a field went, trip yeah quebec oh, really city in eighth where'd grade. you go quebec quebec city yeah oh my god nice yeah we partied there with submissives a while ago that's <laughs> awesome oh the meeting is ending in no 10 minutes? oh that's what mine says <laughs> in 10 minutes oh. what in 10 minutes time flies <laughs> um do, do you like quebec city quebec city or quebec I say Quebec. I think it's kind of yeah. But Americans Quebec. say Quebec. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. Um, Dumbass America. Uh, Quebec City. Oh yeah, we slept in like it's always fun because touring with submissives is literally so fun because it's like a, a slumber party every night and like <laughs> just also the tour we did was August 2019. So that was right before the pandemic. Oh, that's awesome. And um, that's my first sober tour, I think. And uh, yeah, it was so fun. Just, it was very fun. Um, yeah, you just get to know your bandmates. And that's the same with Gas Rat. They're like, it goes so far back. It's been like 10 years at this point. And we only released one thing. <laughs> But uh, I, I keep pushing because we've recorded our second album and like we recorded on this program called Reaper and I really like, I use Audacity. I don't know if you guys know that program, yeah, but uh, yeah, Reaper, we have an album, but it just like, we all wanted to re-record like, so the vocals are live, like at the same time. Um, so yeah, they're they're like it's just more like a friendship, like being a band. I don't know. You guys know that, like the connection you have with your bandmates. I think I think we do. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you, how do you guys know each other? From uh, school, fifth grade. Okay. Oh, uh, field trip. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what they uh, call it. And uh, what is it like? How do they school? say in Canada for like uh, middle like, school? Just middle, middle school. school or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or in Quebec, it's Ecole Secondaire or something. Right. Yeah. They have like grade 13. I don't know. Right. Whatever. Right. Just <laughs> um, no, they have a thing called Sejep, which is kind of like grade, their grade 12, when it's like two years. So it's like kind of like a mini college. Mm. And, yeah. Tell like, us about I, uh, yeah. Deb Edison. You know Oh, yeah. damn. Um, <laughs> just because like people who I meet throughout the ages, it's like if they know about Deb Edison, they'll like talk to me about it. Um, but you mean, wait, you mean the Deb Edison videos or just Deb Edison? Oh, the videos. What this? Oh, what are you talking about? Because like, well, you mean, no. um, I didn't know there was anything other than the videos. Okay, okay, because 
Deb Edison makes the rounds, okay? Um, but Deb Edison is looking for love and she just wanders around the great city of Montreal trying to find a suitor to suit her. And she's very like, I don't know if you know, you you have seen the videos, the Deb Edison videos, because I use yeah, well, Deb Edison in many other projects. Yeah, yeah I've seen the name on Bandcamp. But on bank this, bank camp wait what? yeah on bank camp. oh on bank camp right right right, right. the name yes did, yeah. did deb edison yeah, but, influence the submissives um probably yes like deb edison the video thing people th like that is also my first sober like crazy character in the street video because i have a couple of those from back in the day um and just like yeah, just videos. <laughs> but Deb Edison was my first sober character that I made up. Um, and yeah, I think like I used that name for submissives. Uh, not sure why. I just didn't want to use my real name because I don't like using my real name for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know. I think it's because I because <laughs> I was like obsessed. I had like weird incidents where people were like like I've had problems with like stalkers or like yeah. people who like you know what I mean in my life yeah. so I try to just like keep a low profile you know what I'm talking about I know. um <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> well yeah it's I don't, weird that I, we, like, I don't like to use my age real name you know either. yeah I go by mm -hmm. names yeah I'm so glad that I started doing that like long before you know yeah, yeah, too uh, bad too bad chris can't do chris, chris wishes he could have <laughs> <Yeah>. done that <laughs> it's too late now man damn it yeah um <laughs> but yeah i i love the idea of just having no not, no things to check and like people to reply to and everything but i'm like running this business and i'm like always i'm like always networking and like that's like a, a natural thing that I do that I can't help where I'm like, what do you do? Okay, we should collaborate, we should do this, you know? And then like oh, that's awesome. actually following through and then you're, so sometimes if you commit to something and and you don't wanna follow, like you realize you can't do it or something. Like I just, I like to make commitments and like stick to it. <laughs> How, how's it like being in business? business um it's just the actual work is amazing I don't have to work for anyone like I don't have to have a boss and I can like do my own at this point like because we have this curfew that 8 p.m you have to be at home so I go to bed very early and I wake up at like five and like make coffee and then I go to the studio and like I try to just have two days in one like I come home and then you know it's um it's, yeah, the, the curfew is really bad right now. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting your questions like 10 seconds in and I'm just like, <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, this is great. This is uh, probably one of the, this is like uh, the best conversation ever. What? <laughs> okay, tell me about BJ Snowden. How do you know her? Oh, uh, yeah, so um let's see i think uh we did a show with her like five years ago or something and oh, uh it happened to be yeah it just it wasn't even like planned or whatever it was just 
the same, oh, it was like on the how do you know same her? bill or whatever so, yeah um because i i just really got into like like it's on the internet i always look up the term outsider music or like right. outsider musician whatever that's like the search term you know but like you learn all the other the like lo-fi i guess yeah. you, that in youtube but that's usually how i find all my music or youtube and wikipedia i just have them running you know um yeah. but like yeah she came up and she had that song in canada i don't know if you know that right 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 in canada like i have it memorized it's so good there's a couple of those musicians like around the time that i was sort of losing my mind i was like i was listening to bj snowden every single day you know what i mean right. like it's just so like i had i actually i'll send you my, my blog i make like playlists sometimes oh please um oh, yeah. but there's like an outsider one um she hates yeah. the term by the way i don't know if you knew that <laughs> what sorry she, she hates being termed outsider music she doesn't outsider relate. really yeah, she doesn't relate yeah. to that Exa- that's what makes her an outsider that's right. why she's an outsider i mean i sort of like I always like stop myself from getting going too far with like some when someone is like uh I just I'm scared of like fame and like a lot of people looking at me you know what I mean so it's like when you're doing music and you don't want to be like visible it's hard to you're like why am I doing this but uh I don't think I'm an outsider because like (laughs) Because I don't know why, maybe because I don't consider myself to be an outsider. Maybe that's what makes me an outsider, but an outsider is probably Tanetta. You know Tanetta? No, no. Good, check that out. Oh, he is a songwriting machine. Um, but you just gotta watch the videos. It's like the hit is Drugs, Drugs, Drugs. You should check mm. that. That's okay. the hit. And then it's yeah. just like, it's endless discovery after that. well and so bj snowden is one is in that book and i think that that's actually when we we first heard of our pot or somewhere else but i remember what happened with the show was i was looking to book a show and on that same night the the booker was like oh we have bj snowden's already is playing was like would that be too if you i'm like no no that'd be perfect (gasps) yeah of course yeah Um uh, that's that's literally my dream that that would happen but yeah. I did talk to her on Facebook like yeah. I every so often you know like she's just like one of those friends yeah on Facebook um but yeah, yeah she plays that a, a lot and um that's amazing yeah we did a show with her in a living room actually like we didn't play really? but we did uh, a cool, show where- is she a cool lady she She's pretty wild. Yeah, she's a nice old oh, lady. Amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's so cool that she's like doing it. But uh, oh man, outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like um, you you, cool. you have to lack the self awareness. Well, yeah, yeah. See, that's part. Because she that's would it. say that. Her, she doesn't see her I don't she doesn't see her music as being like weird or anything weird. Or yeah <laughs> yeah that's so that's crazy I like I feel like 
someone like BJ Snowden, like I listened to her music and like everything that I could possibly find about her so much that like she is like the celebrity in my mind. And I feel like that's the kind of audience that these people attract, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like super fans. Yeah. Like that's, I feel like that's just how it works. It's like, yeah, there's no casual on a lower, like, like oh, yeah. less people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one's like, oh yeah, I, li I listen to her like every now and then she comes up on Spotify. Oh yeah, she's like in a playlist or whatever. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'll put the BJ Snowden record on every once in a while. But like um, parties at my house, that's usually how it goes. If I'm DJing, everyone will be like, can we change this? Tara, it's so weird. Tara, it's like a downer. Or like every cafe I worked at, the manager will be like, can you put something more like upbeat? You know, like I was yeah. like, I just love like, um, I just love like weird, like experimental, just like those like slices of this time and like, you know, something that was made 30 years ago and the, it was very like, didn't like, it didn't go anywhere. And like, you you know that and you're, it's just so fascinating to me. Like, that's why I, whenever I find one of these things, I immediately see if I can like contact the person and like, I've had a couple email friendships with people like, uh, yeah, that, wow, I'm just thinking better right now. Sorry? Pen pals? Yeah, exactly, you, pen pals. You write to each other, like by letter? For sure. For, oh, uh, letter, no. I did have like a prisoner that I wrote letters to one time. Um, oh. But he actually found my address for a Maximum Rock and Roll like zine that he had in prison and then he apparently like they send letters to all like the like women on 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 like the because I had a, a tape that came oh. out it was like if you want this tape like whatever and they put my address I was like Jesus Whoa. but um but then yeah the prisoner contacted me and I was like this isn't so then I like send a few Whoa. letters but I think his sentence was only like two years so I could like look him up I did look him up like at the time he had this really big scar <laughs> but uh yeah uh prisoners letters oh yeah just sending emails or whatever to these people and there's like actually one song on um an unreleased like submissive live thing that like I'm gonna I don't know we're just gonna find a label to put it on um but uh it's this guy can't uh, what's his name again marty i forget his name but um oh yeah you, you on my mind marty's i don't know why i forget it now but i used to listen to this song like on repeat like constantly and then in the youtube comments i was like who is this guy and then i someone in the comments was like i used i drummed on this and apparently like there's two or three other songs part of this release. And I just thought it would be super magical one day to like find that, like, or to hear those songs, you know? So I always, there's like, I got my feelers out and like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is crazy. Although it's getting a little shitty with the ads and. Oh yeah. No. It's getting yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. My YouTube is linked to my hotmail account from like oh wow uh elementary school because now you have to have you have to use google gmail to sign in to youtube yeah speaking <laughs> of uh youtube we, we're gonna ask you about your hit youtube video oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't 
There's so many. Yeah, sure. The one that got 300 views. That was a big hit. No, which one are you talking about? I can't. Uh, I don't know how many views it was, but I can't. I can't. Oh, the the uh, footage of the what you call yeah. it? Yeah. Oshayaga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kelly, who is in the band, um, Kelly and her boyfriend partner James, who's he's one of my best friends. Um, but they used to always have these crazy job Montreal city jobs where like he would do video and stuff. He'd mm. get into all these crazy events and just interview people and do all this stuff. Just he's like camera guy. Um, but he just filmed while he would, they were like waiting around or like between sets, he, they just filmed people. And like that like really encapsulates the, the like, Oh, the college town side of Montreal. That's more like downtown, like a lot of Americans, like yeah. McGill, so, you know, like frat vibe. Is there overlap? I, what do you mean overlap? Like the- Well, like people that hang in that circles and also like would be really into what you're doing and stuff. I try to find them. Like I put up posters and there is <laughs> this guy, <laughs> well, seriously though. Cause like, if I was stuck in McGill and I was desperately trying to find like real culture, you know, like there's gotta be some of those people who are like, oh, I want to like be a part of this thing. Yeah. Like, how would you find out about it? Probably a poster. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> That's, true. That's awesome. Um, but uh, overlap. Sometimes you can tell if you're booking a show and like five frat guys come in, everyone's like, oh, um, but also it's kind of, I like it. Like, I think it's funny. Like, that's what I love about Montreal is like, there's so many different things that are always overlapping. And like, it's a very small, like size wise, it's an island. So it can't really like get bigger, you know, like the island of Montreal. And it's, oh, it's just crazy here. Like the, there's some construction that I swear has been there for my entire time living here. And like just potholes are crazy and like there's a bunch of corruption in the construction industry and like mm. mafia stuff. I shouldn't say too much on a podcast, right? Like, no, I'm just joking. But um, it's just, it's frustrating. And uh, <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about, but. but do, you get, do you get people from the lifestyle come to the submissive shows you know people that are in the lifestyle what is the lifestyle like the the, the lifestyle how do i get that, in the lifestyle uh, come to this oh you mean our lifestyle you know like the the bdsm lifestyle <laughs> yeah yeah like what they come I... to the submissive show looking you know oh i see what you're saying. saying i see what you're saying or no um no but my facebook account constantly is just getting like obvious BDSM people and same with porn persons my uh, other band oh, so sure. I always have been used to getting like like <laughs> I should make like a compilation booklet like of people being like sex give me or like you know they're like that'd be a nice scene show me your show me your tits and I'm like this is a band and then I like try to send them the music and stuff just try to take the conversation as far as it can go. I mean, depending on the mood, maybe I'll be like, fuck off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. If you look it up, if you Google the submissives, probably mostly BDSM stuff. The lifestyle. <laughs> the lifestyle. 
Yeah. Anyway. Uh, awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say you must do well with awkward silences. Yeah, but like it's really bad if I'm in a situation where everyone else is kind of shy and reserved. It'll just be like me talking about myself for two hours and I'm like, somebody stop me. I'm serious. Like wishing that there was someone else who like talks a lot, you know? But like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Plus like not you like seeing to network? my friends. Networking, yes. Do you? You guys like networking? It's kind of I'm very afraid of it. Really? Afraid of it? Ah, yeah, like I get I get all um it's crazy. Whenever I go to any of those events, I'm just I just stand by kind of the, the orange juices and I just don't want to talk to anyone. It's weird, but it I think it's maybe I'm going to the wrong kind of events. Like okay. but you you would probably do well like in a room full of like oh yeah. The ones I've been to is like I went to one where I shouldn't have gone. It was all like top bankers. No, <gasps> a networking event. Okay, networking events, bankers. So I'm saying, yeah, like like Man. chief executive people, and I was just like, I don't even know, I just can't. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did wanna. I did a video thing with my friend Marissa called Jamie and Janie, and it's like we go, like we dress. She did like contour up, and we were like had fake nails and stuff, and we went tried to go into clubs. Because <laughs> I just wanted to like document the growth. There's a street called Saint Laurent, which is where all the clubs are, and like just 3 a.m. on a Saturday is just like disgusting, you know. But I always thought it'd be cool to like record a video just to document all these like gross dudes, and yeah. it was great. I like <laughs> I'll I'll send you that link, but um, I don't know, just just another interesting facet. The Net, weird banking networking event that you went to that sounds very weird <laughs> well i'd love to see you there that's what i mean like i don't know what, what like, right i feel like you I would love like, you'd have some good tricks up your sleeve <laughs> it's true it's true um i always i just have like games where i'm like i want to make sure i know everyone's name you know or like and it's it's like I can't really go to a party and have a conversation, like hang out with two people and like, like have a conversation and sit with them. I'm always like walking around, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh so I see what you're saying. Even if I have nothing, even if I'm not playing or anything, I'm like, what am I doing? And I like, I'll like butt into conversations and get them to explain what they're talking about. Then I'm like, then I like leave without saying any, you know what I mean? It's just like, I get really like excited around people and like, uh, but then sometimes I hate them and I don't like, you know, but, yeah. but I, I always feel the urge to like take on the role of like organizing and stuff. And it's like, you know, it's just like a natural thing. Yeah. Someone mm. has to do it. I know. Damn. Yeah. I really want to go to your events. That. Yeah. You should <laughs> next time it happens. And also when the border is open. <laughs> right. So wild. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you, hopefully they think? they lift that. Oh, I say hopefully they lift that eight o'clock curfew. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd be so brutal. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, they it's the, a little complicated. But. I think it's just about now that the sun will still be up when we have to be inside. You know, <laughs> like the whatever the days yeah. are lengthening. So, wow. but like it's fine. They they changed it to nine thirty for a bit, but then they went back to eight. Oh, and wow. it's. 
I'm so like, I don't understand. I, I feel like it's worse because everyone rushes to the store before it closes. And, but there's one guy across the street who is like an anti-masker Quebecois guy. Like in Quebec, it's like, um, I don't know. It's, there's a whole different culture, but he bangs his pot and he's like, let us free, let us free. And then people will be like, shut the fuck up and then like then he'll stop for a bit and then he's like freedom he'll like sing freedom until he can't sing anymore wow and yesterday he was out but he was just banging the pot is that like a, a <laughs> very small minority still... um there was a protest like recently yeah. uh i think the rest of quebec is very is like more anti-masker stupid idiot trump style there's i there was anti-masker protest with trump flags and i was like please no and there's also this flag this flag which is like the confederate flag equivalent in quebec that i saw like flown around it's like you fuckers like no. but also the uh, protesting i'm all i'm down for it like in covid times it's hard but like go protest and people should protest all the time. I just have, I just think they're like so stupid, but they uh, like, or just the anti, like anti curfew fine, but anti mask, like, are, no. Um, yeah. And uh, oh yeah, they had a, they had a protest and there was like tear gas and they like corralled them and a bunch of people got arrested. But like, I don't know, in Montreal people protest a lot and it's like a game. <laughs> kind of like it's like this thing you know like there's so many cops here and like it's crazy I like I've seen I would parked at the hardware store the other day in like a strip mall kind of area and there's a like a barn like a stable trailer thing with that could hold four horses and the police people were coming out I'm like and there's like a McDonald's drive-through it's just like this is so depressing like um these poor horses like i hate that jeez damn <laughs> yeah pretty well, intense atmosphere in the u.s right now with police yeah 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 it's crazy <laughs> truly yeah it's, yeah it's, it's kind of it, like that but yeah but. it's i mean it just shows like how at least from my perspective, like how the Black Lives Matter protests have really like pushed for change that's actually mm -hmm. happening. And like yeah. police are like reacting and releasing body cam footage like sooner. And right. I think that's like what has is, it's hard to see like things changing when they really don't seem like they are, but. Mm, but no, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah, they have. And uh, yeah, yeah, he definitely yeah. seems it's i mean yeah it's it's crazy but I, there's i think there's some progress has been made yeah as not yeah protesting i just like try email if i have a pro if i read a story i'll like email whoever is the person and be like look i'm just a concerned citizen and like i feel like what you're doing is wrong like i just try to do like oh yeah like grassroots i just try to like contact people yeah exactly grassroots because sometimes i feel so like like how can i even make any impact like at all but then you hear those stories about like 
a chance encounter with someone, you know what I mean? Where like, like I, I heard this podcast about this KKK leader who um, worked with this black lady and like they, they had some like administration like type thing that they had to work together on. And over time, just her being like patient and herself, um, he just changed his mind and he's like, I see the error of my ways. And just, yeah. I love like the idea of like, just talking to people and being on their level. And cause like, I find that that's the place where I can have the most impact is just like single people's lives. You know, when it feels like I'm not doing anything a lot of the time, I don't know how you guys feel about that stuff, but it's like sort that's of awesome. helpless sometimes. Yeah. Great outlook. Yeah. That that reminds me of what you're saying too. This guy Gerald Davis. That was a uh, uh, yeah, he, yeah. He's a musician that um he's a he's a black guy, but he's befriended like Klansmen over the years. And okay, okay. He, like convinced a, a number of or like you know yeah. A, a lot of them I heard had, another like, podcast. Maybe it was that guy talking. Yeah. But like just that that conversation and like. And it's like the only the only time you can really those changes can happen is when it's like you're on like this one on one like or I mean that's not the only time changes can happen but I feel like that's the most impact is not trying to convince someone why they're wrong but right. to just be like the example like be the person that you want everyone else to be mm. and I yeah this sounds so religious <laughs> but. No, uh, really. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like, you gotta, you had like, yeah, gotta do your best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I, hey, I what do you, what do you guys do in life? I just want to like, cause I, you asked me a bunch of questions, but like, what is your, what do you do like for work or like where, where are you, are you from Boston originally? Yeah, I'm still in, the same town that I'm from, okay. uh, the cool. field, and um, I uh, work in like med Medicare. Just okay, cool. Yeah, government program for getting people like health, health, and like has to do with like yeah. people over the age of sixty-five. Which, I'm okay, not sure okay. how it is. The people, in, like, the people who yeah. qualify for Medicare. Yeah, right? although it could be people younger too, and. Um, okay. as well, but mostly for people like 65 and up then like, yeah do you guys just wish there was like a one medic like universal health care well yeah. it's like uh i mean yeah 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 definitely because like i think it's so crazy that you don't have universal health care it's like well, yeah so, it's really it's really, hard. Yeah, it's it's really complicated it's like one of the only like, places that's still like still holding on to that like american liberty or whatever yeah. I guess, like, I mean, I don't mean to offend you, but it's just uh, kind of like, it's like everyone deserves to be able to, like, yeah. go to the doctor without totally their lives being, like, destroyed. It's just yes. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it just seems like it would add a lot of stress to your life. Like, the, like, do I have, can I go to a doctor or whatever? Right. Yeah. Right. This, they should just take you in. <laughs> yeah um but and you glenn you're also from boston yep i'm from boston um okay and cool. <laughs> yeah. well yeah so i, I wanted to ask you 
a little bit more again about the scene in Montreal because okay, it's yeah. so like you know from like an outside perspective in, in general when I'm like thinking about other cities I don't know like how their scenes function versus like how it could be in mm-hmm. Boston and even yes. in Boston it's still my own experience of which might be different from somebody else's yeah. uh, it yeah. is but there's like um like the big like event co that do like the huge artists you know like bell center is the it's like where the hockey games are played but yeah. that's also like a vet a venue that's a big one um and then kind of like media there's tons of like different levels of how big the venue is mm. yeah uh like for one small city there's yeah. lots of places but the lowest level of DIY venue, yeah. obviously, are like it's not it's not too hot right now. I mean, before before the pandemic, like there's this place, Brasserie Beaubien, um, that uh, yeah, they had years of shows there, and they I think the owners just switched or something. And uh, yeah, I started doing little shows at my house, but just yeah, it's. I think it's going to be cool once things open back up because Montreal is kind of going through a horrible shift. Like there's this one kind of like landlord evil company that seems to be eating up all the like wonderful places. Um, mm. Like they're, they just bought up a bunch of property or houses in Chinatown. And it seems like it's, it's just weird. And in my, the neighborhood I'm in is called Mile End. And uh, yeah, there's this bookstore that's been there forever. They put their rent up like a thousand dollars for Whoa. the the new lease. That's a great. So yeah, anyway. we, I remember Mile End. We loved that when we really? visited. Hugo showed us Mile End. Nice. Did you get yeah. bagels? <laughs> that's that's we, one of the tour tour yeah, spots. We did get bagels somewhere. We got. Yeah, I think so. It was because Mile End. The record two... store. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um. You okay? Like, yeah, not, I live maybe on, not across, but like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I live on like Park, which is the main street, and Bernard, where that's where there's like three different record stores. Uh, where did we yeah. go? Do you, well, do you remember yeah, there was we to a record store? We did. Sinopolis, or yeah. hmm. I don't know. There's, there's some guy who was telling us about the arcade fire and how it started off as a noise. Did he band. have glasses? Zach. The, Zach. Yeah. Yes. Zach also is a great talker. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was a yeah, good story. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, that that record store is basically like my backyard, kind of. Wow. Like I'm oh, that's awesome. in an apartment that's like, yeah. <laughs> What's you know the that, name of the um, store again? The what? Sorry? Oh, sorry. What's the name of the record store again? Um, Monopolis and. <laughs> I don't even remember. No one cares. We were there. No, it's, no, like, holy shit. it's like I walk by there every single day. <laughs> yeah. It's just not, okay. Phenopolis and, oh, God, this is so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like when you think you're losing your mind. <laughs> Record store. Okay, I'll just. Well, do you remember, there, there was this real, right before that stretch of land, there was a highway and some like grassy parts. It was oh yeah, the, the like lumpy park. Yeah, that what was that. That was great. Yes. Okay, so that the yeah the overpass, and then okay maybe you didn't come here yet. You weren't here because 
under there, there's now a new skate park. This, that's where I want to have the show. The oh. show. Okay. Under that, that part? overpass. Yeah. We were. Oh, yeah. We, we, we went there. Because there is like, also what's up, this... dudes? Oh, really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but he, like, he didn't really know the people, but he did. That's like how cool he is. Yeah. I mean, Hugo knows <laughs> everyone. He doesn't even have to know them. He knows them. Um, but there's kind of like a sketchy, weird bar around there. And it seems to be jam spaces on top. And it's not surrounded by anything. And I've seen a show there before. But I, I was thinking if I ever do shows, I want to try there. But it seems kind of shady. But just because like mm. the name of the place changes like every month. <laughs> wow. Right. It used to be called cafe grind or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and they had a spaghetti night <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. Is, are there a lot of like besides the stuff that you do are there a lot of like interesting nights and like things to go to oh yeah that are um, like you can like really like dip your foot into anything yes there's like so much money in the city goes to like public art and there's like right at the bottom of park which is the street that I'm on it's kind of like a main street um is like Place des Arts and that's in this it's so sad because we haven't experienced it for this is the second summer in a row because Montreal is pretty brutal in the winter but uh summer there's just so many festivals like there's always like free music festivals and like the comedy fest and just in general, like tons of uh, galleries. And that's kind of what makes it interesting in terms of like the music scene, because there's there's a lot of film student, film people and yeah, film, television, media, art, like all different levels, you know? And that's so cool. It's cool. It's cool to like try to network that I don't know. I'm just, I haven't tr really tried at acting while it hasn't been a pandemic yet, but I'm really excited to, to like find out more. It's just hard in Quebec. Like it's, everything is very French. Like that's kind of why I can't get a super good job is because I'm not fully bilingual, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of art going on and it, does seep into the performances I think everyone's kind of if you live in the city like it's just like any city you kind of pick up on the like vibe of the people and yeah we're like dominated by traffic cones and pylons like that's life like you're walking down the sidewalk and it's like this entire section is blocked off and you have to like go all the way around it's just like it's crazy to navigate yeah. But yeah, it's an interest, very interesting city. And that's why I like it. It's pretty grimy, you know. It's yes, still it's in so parts, cool, I remember. Which is the best. Just loving yeah. it so much. Yeah. Yeah. We were only I really there want for to come to Boston. Time. Yeah, no, yeah, we'd, we'd love so. to come to Montreal sometimes. And you should totally yeah. come yes. through come Boston. Come to Boston, any of your yeah. projects or just for fun. Yeah. Whatever. We will. Uh, like, we really will. Because... Okay, that's like the, okay, so sub, Submissives, I have a new solo thing, and uh, this is the label, Redirect oh, oh, wow. Disc. I just got the shirt in the mail, but he's in France, and he's, it's kind of the same thing. He's just this older dude, who, he has a family. Um, he also 
sent me these two records, which are the both of these were released during the COVID. Whoa, wow. like recorded and released. He's just releasing stuff like crazy. He's gonna put out your and, stuff yeah. on vinyl. Yeah, we were in touch. Like we've been in touch for two years, and I'm I am bad at like finishing things, but I finally sent it to him, and that's gonna get rolling. Awesome. So yeah, um, but it's just cool. I just it's just gives you like it makes me even though I shows are kind of I tell myself I don't like shows anymore, but uh, yeah, it's really exciting to listen to like be moved by new music you know like yeah it's hard for me to connect to stuff that was made like in modern day so it's just cool to find their new people yeah and I would love to come to Boston we will definitely play that festival <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be like 2022 late 2022 what do you what do you think oh, that's, that's... what are your predictions about what? About when we're allowed to cross the border and play uh, shows, have a I, huge. I'm fest. thinking in probably June. June? Of <laughs> this June? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think um, so, but we're so militant in Canada. Maybe like I I just just it's just like I can't even imagine them having, but like maybe you're June is too soon for us. If, if people here, had a curfew know. here, I think people would freak out. Like, I don't think that would that freak wouldn't out. that wouldn't um fly oh, here very well. Yeah, it it makes sense. Yeah, it's like I really don't. I respect it scientifically. I don't scientifically see the point of the curfew, but I'm gonna follow all the like health recommendations. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it de- I guess so it depends. Weird. Like, is it is it, it it's really bad there right now, or it's just? It's not even really bad. I think the the curve, like, it's no. It was actually it was it kind of got to its peak sort of recently. Like we had a third sort of mini yeah. wave, but the province over. I think it's horrible there, right now. Mm. But yeah, nothing compared to India right now. Right, nothing compares to India. It- they're not doing too, too yeah. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, it's wild world. Yeah. Have you, have you toured Europe? No, I played in uh, France one time, just a one-off show. That was a fun trip. Went to Paris. Yeah, it was that's so awesome. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what the, what oh, the have you on again, yeah. I know, sure. I just wish I could hang out with you guys. I know. Uh, I, I know someday we will we'll hang out. In yeah, Britain. it'll be glorious. Late 2022. Yeah, exactly. 2022. For, you can count me in for sure for 2022. All right. Hell yeah. Like, Thanks again. For it'll be asking. 21, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're on. No. Fall 2021. Yeah. Fall in Massachusetts. Fall so, in Massachusetts. Uh, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you could act in the Massachusetts. Leave. You can like because they make a lot of films here, um, so it could oh, be a good place. Oh, that's true. And that's true. I have a car for the first time in like touring life. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, as soon as I get a car, like this was always my dream. As soon as I get a car, I'm doing like a full like tour. I'm just gonna drive for like a couple months. I mean, that's, awesome. that's the dream. 
but uh yeah it can actually happen now cool so swing by boston a couple times hey dudes <laughs> <laughs> oh there he goes nope all right well now okay hey it's been fun um, and uh we'll keep yeah. in touch all right and if anyone listened all the way through wow oh, yeah. it is Good a champion it's a it was long yeah. Oh, I think it's been like yeah. two and a half hours. <laughs> this is cool. This is cool. Okay, crazy. Hugo will listen. All right. All right. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Hugo, love you. <laughs>